Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ. And I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth. They know the truth and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, welcome back, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are on episode one of the Blessed Money Podcast, which is technically episode two. But the first one was more like an introduction to Blessed Money within itself, the ministry and everything. Well, anyhow, when I was researching on how to do a podcast, Everybody highly recommended that you do episode zero. Not really sure why, but I figured I'd go ahead and do it. Maybe so it can be more like a trailer or introduction, but I figured it'd be a good fit for me. So that way I can kind of let the listeners know what blessed the money is. I figured most of y'all probably wouldn't know what it was. But have you ever wondered why people have like an episode zero? I remember when I first joined the Air Force, they the recruiter pulled this on me. See, they advertised basic training. I believe it was eight weeks at the time that I joined. But what they didn't tell you, and you didn't find out until you got there, there was actually a week zero. And week zero did not count towards your eight weeks of basic training. And me personally, I felt like this was false advertising because that first week felt like it was a month long. I mean, you went from having all kind of freedom and doing whatever you want to do to somebody telling you exactly what to do, when to do, and how to do it. And on top of all that, that first week didn't even count towards your eight weeks. And another bombshell they dropped on you that they don't tell you at the recruiter station. And so they probably have to forgive me for busting this surprise out, but you can actually get washed back in basic training too. So what washed back means you're in week zero, for example, and you're serving and you're doing well, but whatever reason you're not meeting the mark, whatever reason you didn't do all the required standards, everybody else move on to week one. And at basic training, they they rotate them in every week. So you go back to week zero. And so that what was advertised eight weeks can turn anywhere from nine to however long it take you to do what you need to do to graduate. Well, anyhow, I'm kind of getting off track. Let's hop back on to today's topic. So today's blessed comes from Psalms chapter five, verse three. 
And once we get into what Psalm chapter 5 verse 3 says, you will see that the main topic for our discussion today is your morning routine. So let's hop right into it. Psalms 5 verse 3. My voice shout out here in the morning, O Lord. In the morning, I will direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. All right, so here it is, straight from the King James Version. You have those shouts and those vows, and it can be hard to understand, but that's where blessed money come in. We're going to explain what that scripture means, and then we're going to give you an example of how that scripture manifested in my personal life. Psalm 5, verse 3, is telling us to start our day off by praying to the Lord, meditating on his word, taking time for him. Doing this every morning will not only help build your relationship with God, but it will also set a foundation for your day. It will allow you to maintain a peaceful and grateful outlook on the day. Now, I get it. We all have different morning routines, and that's often determined by a number of factors, like how early we wake up, how many children we have to get ready, how far we live from work. And believe me, if you live in L.A., you can live five miles from your job and it can take you anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. It's unbelievable. But it's important that we take time to cry out to the Lord, take time to show gratitude to the Lord, take time just to speak to him and show him that we love him and we appreciate the things that he's done for us. And really, in comparison, nothing else really measures up. But often we rush out the house and we skip out on our personal time with God. And this is all the more true when we're going through trials, tribulations, feeling down, angry, depressed, however you want to call it or whatever you want to say, anxious or whatever. This is often the time where we really neglect to spend time with God. But we should learn from David. Matter of fact, here in Psalm chapter five, this is what's going on with David. David's been going through a lot of different things. This particular psalm is often described as the psalm of sadness. This is where David cries out to the Lord in a frame of like worship, but it turns into rejoicing and shouting for joy because David trusts in God. He know God has always been there for him and he know that God will take care of him. So what David is saying is, Regardless of what I'm going through, every morning you're going to hear from me and I'm going to cry out to you and look up to you until you respond. And I know you're going to respond. Thank you because you've you've always taken care of me and I know you always will take care of me. This is essentially what David is saying. And so when I read that particular scripture, it just reminds me of the importance of every single morning talking to God. Letting him know we're thankful for the things he's done for us. A lot of times the way to overcome depression and sadness is to remember the things he's done for you. We're so quick to forget it. God can get us out of a situation. We can be so happy. And a week later, we completely forget it. Go back to starting to fear things and starting to wonder how stuff is going to happen. And we have to remember that. So the more we wake up and spend time with God, the more we're able to remember and be grateful for the things he's done for us. So... Not only do we need to make it a top priority to make time for the Lord first thing in the morning, we definitely need to do it when we're feeling down. We have to remember that God cares for us and he will take care of his children. Matter of fact, Jeremiah 29 11 makes it clear. For I know the thoughts I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me. 
and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. God is letting us know right there in his word that he know the thoughts he has for us. They're not thoughts of evil. They're thoughts of peace, the thoughts of a good expected end. So even when we're going through something, show gratitude because you're already destined for greatness because you are a child of God. You are you're blessed because you are saved. Point blank, period. If he doesn't do anything else, the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us is a huge blessing. This is great news for us. This is great news for us as brothers and sisters in Christ. For those of you who have chosen to follow Christ, this is good news. Therefore, make time for him in the morning. Worship him. Give thanks. Communicate with him. This is what we do with people we love. I mean, think about it. If you say you, if you have, just think about the person that you love. You talk to them. You get to know them. You communicate with them. You tell them that you love them. You tell other people about them. You tell other people that you love them. And we should love God the most. We should put God first. So this is what we should be doing when it comes to God as well. It's no different. Tell them you love them. Talk to them. Let them know what you're going through. Let them know how you feel. Pray. Read his word. He will direct your path. Make your day go much better. So I would just like to encourage you to change if you're guilty of sleeping all the way to the point where you got to rush out the house and you don't have time for God. And I'm ministering to myself as well because there are times where I do the same exact thing. So something as simple as waking up 30 minutes earlier is all it takes. And again, I'm not condemning you because like I said, I've been guilty of it myself in the past and I'm sure I'll be repenting for being guilty of it again in the future. But what we're going to do is take a quick break so that way I can shamelessly have my kids promote blessimony and we will get back into the blessimony for Psalms verse 5. I'm sorry, Psalms chapter 5 verse 3. So stay tuned. I got a story to tell. Like what you hear so far? This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the blessimony book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry. You can continue the conversation on blessedmoney.com or on the Blessed Money app, available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support, and now back to the show. show. All right, so we're back. And if you're still with me so far, that means I'm doing something right. Or I sparked your curiosity, or maybe you're driving and you can't turn me off. Either way, we're about to get ready to hop right into my personal blessing for Psalms 5, verse 3. And again, I would love to hear your thoughts on this particular scripture. I would love to hear your morning routines. And so if you have any comments in your, your platform that you listen to, allow for comments, please do so. But if they don't, again, we have a fellowship social media website solely just for Christians called Blessimony, so we can share them there. Well, let's hop right into mine. So for me, for me, beginning my day by spending time in prayer and worshiping to God reminds me of a song I used to listen to when I was a kid. That song was called Jehovah Jireh, My Provider. His grace is sufficient for me. And no matter what the day may bring, 
no matter how much I have to do, no matter how tired I feel, no matter how unmotivated I am, I know God has a plan for me and he's looking out for my well-being. And every time I hear that song, it just reminds me of it. Just to know that he is my guy, he is my provider and he cares for me and his grace can get me through whatever I'm dealing with. Not only did his grace save me, but his grace can keep me saved. His grace can also help me get through the things I need to get through. However, this was all this wasn't always the case, at least not for me. I can remember my morning routine would consist of waking up, grabbing my phone, hitting the snooze button a couple times, and then once I was ready to kind of get up, I would go to World Star Hip Hop. And don't judge me. If for those of y'all who know what World Star Hip Hop is, it is not. It was not anything that was glorifying my spirit. If anything, it was putting me in a negative, par- paranoid mood. But um, I had something called plantar fasciitis, and my feet hurt bad. And so my doctor would tell me, "Well, you should probably stretch before you get out of bed." And I was thinking to myself when he told me this, "Who in the world has time to stretch before they get out of bed?" But anyhow, so I would turn on World Star Hip Hop, look at all these crazy videos, but really I was there for the comments. The comment section is ridiculous. If you haven't been on there, don't get on there. It, I'm not promoting it whatsoever, but this is what I used to do. I would get on there. They'll have bif- different fights or different things that's going on in the world. And that's what I would look at every morning. But it wasn't wasn't doing really anything for me. It wasn't building me up. It wasn't getting me prepared for my day. And... I'm not sure exactly where I heard it, but I heard somewhere like the first thing that you kind of look at in the morning or the first thing you hear in the morning has a a, a, has an effect on the rest of your day and how your day will go. And so eventually I had to make a change. And if you remember last week, I was talking about. I was talking about how I came to Christ and how I was listening to Eric Thomas. Well, this is where it all began. This is where it actually where it actually happened. I remember. I was, I was teaching, I was teaching ROTC and we came across this video by Eric Thomas and he was talking about Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. And I can't remember who, 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 who that, who was, uh, narrating that video. And when I did the research, it was Eric Thomas. And so I was at a point where I was not really not necessarily depressed or anything, but I wasn't really motivated. And that video was very motivating. So what I did was I went and looked up who the author or the narrator was. And it was Eric Thomas. And I started to listen to more of Eric Thomas videos. And I started doing this every morning. And in one of those videos, he made this challenge about how, you know, if you're not giving 110% then you can't blame anybody but yourself for not making your goals. And he was like, I dare you to give 110. I dare you to go all out and this and that. And something in me just said, I'm going I'm to accept this challenge was something I struggled with. And that was like losing weight in my gut. And so I accepted the challenge. Long story short, I accepted the challenge. It worked, lost a bunch of weight. And then I just, and what this did was change my mindset. It changed the way I thought about what I can and cannot do. And that's one of the things Eric Thomas talks about a lot is about, like, if you believe you can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. Don't really want to put words in his mouth, but that is what I got from most of his videos. And so I was like, well, I need to, I need to change my mindset on a lot of things, a, a way I thought about a lot of things. So this sparked me into 
wanting to start my own business. It sparked me to want to write my own book. It sparked me to do a lot of different things. And then I found out he was a preacher. And I'm like, it was crazy because it was the time of my life where I wouldn't listen to nobody. When it came to God, I would not hear it. And so God knew exactly what I needed to kind of get me, get me back seeking him. And so when I found out he was a preacher and he was a believer, I was like, okay, well, maybe I can, maybe I should change my mindset towards that. I, I'm just going to read the Bible. You know, I don't want to stop my kids from learning about Christ. I'm just going to visit a couple churches and, and then it went from me listening to motivational speakers every morning to listening to, to motivational Christian speakers. So this is where I hear Billy Osbrook, Mr. Blessing Unstoppable himself. This is where I hear Les Brown. These are all people I look up to now. Like, I, like if I see them, I'll probably be starstruck. Honestly, sometimes I pray to God that I actually be able to meet these people, not for just so I can just chat with them and talk to them and pick their brain. You know, I, you know, in the military, we value mentorship. And as a captain in the Air Force, I mentor a lot of people and the people who mentor me, it would be awesome to just pick their brain. And so anyhow, I started listening to these guys every single morning and it went for me listening to them to start listening to uh, church sermons. My sister sent me a video from a pastor named Michael Todd on relationship goals. And that completely changed my life. Here it is, this young preacher. I can identify with him. I can relate to him. And he's preaching the word of God like I never heard it before. He told a lot of stories. And I love storytelling. And I I just, I like telling stories myself. And I, I use stories when I teach. And then just the way he teaches and the way he illustrates the word, it just, it, it really changed my mindset toward it. And so now my morning routine went from looking at world style hip hop to feeding my soul, to learning as much as I can about Christ. To um, And I'll, I'll admit one area that I am weak on is praying more often. And a lot of times people just look at praying like, oh, father, out thou and got to be on your knees. And, and it's in, in, in a sense, there is some of that, but it's really just communicating with God. We are in a relationship with Jesus. God wants a relationship with us. And so in a relationship, you communicate with people. And so I, I, I do want to communicate with God more often, but my morning routine, I will wake up, I would turn on one of those uh, church sermons or motivational videos, and I would talk to God, pray to God, you know, thank him for the day and ask him to direct my path for the day. And, and I would, and then what I would do was while I was getting ready, I'll be listening to this. I'll listen to it in the car and then I'll go to the gym and then I'll listen to it more at the gym. And it's this whole time before I even got to work, I'm just learning about God. I'm talking to God. I'm fellowshipping and worshiping and praising him and listening to gospel songs. And it just eventually just start changing stuff on me. I start reaching all kinds of goals I set. I started having more confidence in God. God started actually speaking back to me. And I know people say that a lot and they don't really explain what they mean. And I know before I was a believer, I was like, what do you mean God spoke to you? Well, for me, Rico, one, I would hear it in one of these, in one of those videos. And then when I'm reading my word, I read a similar scripture or I'll be talking to somebody and they will bring it up just out of the blue. And so again, I started noticing that 
Not only was I more physically fit because I was going to the gym every morning, I was more spiritually fit and I just had a better attitude. I had a better outlook on life. And here's the kicker. When I didn't wake up and take time for God, when I and then the longer I go without waking up and talking to God, the more spiritually down I feel. It's crazy how it's connected to my working out. When I wake up, go to the gym, constantly do that and do that for a while, I'm feeling good, energetic, physically, right? When I don't do that, I'm feeling sluggish. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling down. And it's the same thing with God when I just stay connected to him. When I stay connected, it's like a, it's like your phone when you need to charge it. You know, Pastor Mike actually did a sermon on that. Your phone, once it started dying down, you need to connect it. So we want to stay connected. You need to connect to it like an outlet. We want to stay connected to Christ. He's that outlet. He's that power, that electricity that's coming through us. And again, I'm not trying to come up with some crazy doctrine or nothing. But what I am saying is when I don't do my morning routine, I feel drained. I feel down. I feel angry. I make, I make mistakes at work and with the people I interact with. And that's just one of the things that I notice when I don't take time to fellowship with the Lord, when I don't take time to communicate with God, when I don't pray out to him first thing in the morning. So I would encourage you to put God first, first and foremost, carve out some time to pray to him first thing in the morning. Just just take some time that's solely dedicated to God. Make it a part of your morning routine. Pray to him, worship him, show gratitude, let him know that you love him. When was the last time you actually said, God, I love you? Think about it. You can reflect on all the blessings that he's done for you. You can ask him to guide you as you go forth throughout your day. You can pray for others. You can pray for productivity and energy. And you can pray that when people see you, they see an example of Christ. So until next time, it's your boy Rico signing out and reminding you to be a blessing and share your testimony. Testimony. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessimony podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessimony.com, or download the Blessimony app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessimony blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace, peace.